The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Ultimate Sports Talk now presents Waynedale Golden Bears High School Baseball. This game is being brought to you by the Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi, now located in Apple Creek. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. The Spidel Funeral Home, with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. Yoder Builders. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Murphy's Promotions. Call 464-1970. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Miller Custom Exteriors. Call 695-4905. Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Call 695-7111. Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. And by the Shout Brothers Farms. Waynedale Golden Bears baseball is a presentation of Ultimate Sports Talk. Now let's go to the field for today's game. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Waynedale High School baseball field. I'm Dave Mitchell. Glad to have you along this afternoon on UltimateSportsTalk.com as we are getting underway for high school baseball here this afternoon as the Orville Red Riders come to Waynedale. That's right. They are coming to Waynedale this afternoon. This game was originally scheduled to be played over at Orr Park in Orville, but they had to move it due to the weather conditions at Orr Park, so they moved it over here to Waynedale to take on the Golden Bears in this afternoon's ball game. The Red Riders head into today's game with a record of 5-13 of and 13 on the year. They are 2-8. and eight in the Ohio Cardinal Conference and as far as the Golden Bears are concerned they are 13 and 4 on the year they're 8 and 2 in the Wayne County Athletic League and they have won 7 in a row heading into this afternoon's ball game the Bears still in a first place tie with the WCAL with Chippewa but this one a non-conference game and we will be back to give you the starting lineups and get this thing underway from Waynedale High School on ultimatesportstalk.com OHSAA Commissioner Dr. Dan Ross on safe driving. Car crashes are the leading cause of fatality among teens 15 to 18 in our country. We all need to do our part to help reduce accidents that are due to distracted driving and texting while driving. Parents and coaches, please set the rules for when it's appropriate for your kids to use a cell phone. We want to see all of you at the next ballgame. A message from the Ohio High School Athletic Association. The Major League Baseball season has begun, and that can mean only one thing. What's that? Why, the return of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show on UltimateSportsTalk.com, of course. I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Mark Donahue and I as we return for our sixth season to discuss the goings-on with the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds. Every Monday night at 9 p.m., Mark and I will discuss both teams and the stories surrounding the game. Join us this coming Monday night at 9 for the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show, only on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, we got a late start on this one this afternoon, but we're going to get an early start to the ball game as the Red Riders under head coach Scott Marshall come into Waynedale to take on the 13-4 and Golden Bears under head coach Justin McDowell. Let's check the batting order for this afternoon's Red Riders as they head in with a 5-13 and mark. They lost two straight games to Worcester. They were run-ruled on Tuesday and Wednesday afternoon by scores of 13-3 to and 13-1. to They will lead off batting... 
first and at third base it will be Chris Schaub. In center field, Austin Domer will bat second. Zach Ramsdell will be in left field batting third. Anderson is at second base batting fourth. It's Barry at shortstop this afternoon and he will be, or Barry will be a pitcher, excuse me. He's the starting pitcher. He will bat fifth. It is Owen Stauffer at shortstop this afternoon batting sixth. Uh, Schaeffler will be the DH batting for the catcher, Chris. He's batting seventh. Elkins will be in right field hitting eighth. And Harrison is at first base batting ninth. So it's Schaup, Domer, and Ramsdell. Anderson, Barry, and Stoffler. Scheifler, Elkins, and Harrison are the batting order for the Orville Red Riders. Parker Snyder will be the starting pitcher this afternoon for the Waynedale Golden Bears. Snyder, the lefty, and on the season... Snyder comes into this one with a record of 2-0. and He has got a 0.00 ERA in four appearances. Now, on the year, Parker has pitched 10.1 innings, 10 and a third innings. He is giving up uh, just six hits on the season. Nowhere in runs, he's given up just one run. He has struck out four and walked three on the season. He is the lefty. He's got the fastball, the cutter, the changeup, and the curveball. And he is going to be facing this young Orville Red Rider batting order here this afternoon. And we will get this one underway when we return right after this. This Waynedale Golden Bears broadcast is made possible by Yoder Builders in Orville, the Apple Creek Drive Through on Main Street in Apple Creek, Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton, the Fire and Ice Pub just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192, the Spidell Funeral Home with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster, and the Apple Creek Bank. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Waynedale High School broadcasts on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, this afternoon we've got Parker Snyder on the mound against Barry for the Orville Red Riders. Next week our broadcast schedule will be on Tuesday. We'll be bringing you baseball action as Rittman will be back here at Waynedale, And then Thursday it will be baseball action as the Bears go to Triway. We've got softball action for you Friday and Saturday as it will be on Friday, the Lady Bears will be playing at Triway, and then on Saturday, they've got a doubleheader at West Holmes. We'll be bringing you the first one of that one. Chris Schaup, number 13, on the back of his red Orville top with white numerals and black lettering and white bottoms for the Orville Red Riders to get this one underway. The third baseman, then comes Domer, and then Ramsdell to get things going for the Red Riders. Overcast skies here this afternoon as we get this one underway. Like we said, it was... Supposed to be played at Orr Park in Orville at 7 o'clock tonight, but they had to switch it because of the weather situation over in Orville. The field was just not playable, so they moved it over here to get it underway, and they're starting it early as the JV game was canceled. Snyder's going to rock into the motion, and the first pitch of the game is a fastball over the inside corner for a called strike. Owen won the count. For the Bears defensively, it is Weaver out in left, Reidenbaugh in center, Wanzik in right. As Snyder moves into the motion and delivers the 0-1 pitch to Schaup. Swung on a pop foul over to the right side and out of play. And the count is now 0-2. Around the infield for the Bears, Schleybaugh is at third here this afternoon. Strasbaugh is at short. Manny Camacho playing second today. Shane Weaver is at first. Aaron Spidell behind the plate. And Parker Snyder, the lefty, on the hill, ahead in the count, 0-2 to Schaup, right-handed batter, and the 0-2 pitch swung on, popped up over the right side. Weaver gives chase over near the fence, and he's going to grab it about five feet away from the fence for the first out of the ball game. 
So Shout fouls out. Shout fouls out to first base. And there's one away. And it brings up Austin Domer. Domer, the center fielder here this afternoon. He is their actual ace of their pitching staff. And he pitched in Tuesday's game against Worcester since this is a non-conference game. Scott Marshall decided not to go with him today. Right-handed hitter. And the pitch to the plate swung on it. Fly ball behind second base. Camacho backpedaling out into the outfield grass. And he grabs it for the second out of the inning. So Domer pops out to second. Two away. And it brings up Zach Ramsdell. Ramsdell, the left fielder, another right-handed batter, stands close to the plate. Snyder got the first two guys to pop out to the right side and delivers the two-out pitch to the plate to Ramsdell. Swung on, fly ball out into left center field. That one's jacked, and it's going to hit up against the fence as Ryan... Reidenbaugh is going to give chase. He'll grab it at the fence. Rounding second and going into third is Ramsdell. And it'll go over the head of Nick Strasbaugh, the cutoff man, and backed up by Camacho. So on at third base with a two-out triple is Zach Ramsdell. And the Riders have the first rally of the ball game with two outs. And it brings up their cleanup man, Anderson. Anderson, the second baseman here this afternoon. Boy, Ramsdell got a hold of a high fastball from Snyder and jacked it out into left center field. So he's at third, two outs, and that pitch is a called strike over the outside corner at the belt. 0-1 the count. Two men down here in the first inning. Runner at third after the triple by Ramsdell. Barry is on deck. And the 0-1 pitch to the plate swung on and missed. Snyder pulled the string. On Anderson, and he's ahead in the count now, 0-2. Snyder shakes off one sign from Spidell. Now comes set, and the 0-2 pitch to the plate is outside. He tried to get him to go for a high offering. And the count now, 1-2 and two to Anderson. Snyder, very, very conscious of his location with every pitch. One and two the count. Coming set is the lefty and the one-two pitch to the plate is upstairs. And the count now one and two. He pitched on Saturday in the first game of the doubleheader at Thurman Munson Stadium against Strasburg. Went the distance picking up his second victory of the year. Two and two the count now. Comes set is Snyder, and the 2-2 is outside. Spidell held the glove right there and couldn't get the call from the home plate umpire, and now the count goes full, 3-2. Snyder, after giving up the triple to Ramsdell, now full in the count to Anderson with Barry on deck. Checks the runner, and the pitch to the plate. Curveball swung on and missed strike three. So Anderson goes down swinging, first strikeout of the ball game. And for the Riders, they get one run, or no runs, excuse me, on one base hit. That was the triple by Ramsdell. As we head to the bottom of the first, your score, it's Orville nothing and Wayndale coming to bat. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. 
know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with PNC Virtual Wallet. Because when you can see your money clearly, you always know where you stand. PNC Virtual Wallet can help you simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and help save for the future. To get started and open a PNC Virtual Wallet today, visit pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Well, the Bears get by a triple by Ramsdell, and it's nothing-nothing as we head into the bottom of the first, and here's the batting order that Chris will be facing for the Waynedale Golden Bears. It will be Nick Strasbaugh on the leadoff spot here this afternoon, playing shortstop Ryan Weaver in left field batting second. Then comes Evan Reidenbaugh in center batting third. Shane Weaver hitting cleanup this afternoon at first base. Aaron Spidell will be the catcher batting fifth. Marcus Schleybaugh is at third batting sixth. Colton Purdy is the DH this afternoon, hitting for Snyder in the seventh spot. Then comes Manny Camacho at second, and Jarrett Wanzik will be in right field, batting ninth. So it's Strasbaugh, Weaver, and Rydenbaugh, the top three. Weaver, Spidell, and Schleybaugh, the middle three. And Purdy, Camacho, and Wanzik are the bottom three. Set to face off against Barry. Barry is a right-handed freshman, and he has got a fastball and a curveball, tries to throw the change. And we'll see what he can do against this Waynedale lineup. Bears are 13 and 4 on the season heading into this one. They are 8 and 2 in the Wayne County Athletic League, tied for first place. And this one is a non-conference game. Of course, now tomorrow the Bears will be off because the second annual Waynedale baseball golf outing at Riceland Golf Course will be played. If you're interested in getting involved in that, you can still get in it if you contact Justin McDowell tonight at 567-224-8749. Strasbaugh will lead it off for the Bears. Leadoff batter on the year. Nick hitting 352 on the season. Right-handed batter, and the first pitch from Barry is a fastball down low. Ball one. Looked like a lively fastball from Barry there. 1-0 the count. Into the wind is Barry, and the pitch swung on a grounder. Inside the bag at third and down the left field line. Strasbaugh is going to round first and head into second. The throw from the left fielder coming in is off the bag, and Strasbaugh slides into second with a double. Strasbaugh got that inside pitch and pulled it right down the third base line, just inside the bag for the first hit of the ball game for the Bears. They've got the leadoff man on at second. Nobody down, and it brings up Ryan Weaver. Weaver, left-handed batter, hitting 306 on the season. Barry checks Strasbaugh at second. He's holding, and the pitch is outside for a ball. One another count. Weaver hitting 306 on the year, but he's got the dubious distinction of leading the team in being hit by pitches with seven. Coming set is Barry, and the pitch swung on, lined out into the right center field for a base hit. It'll drop in front of the center fielder. Strasbaugh had to hold up and see if it was caught. Weaver's going to round first out. Strasbaugh's coming home as the throw got by the cutoff man, and it's one nothing Wayndale. Weaver got the base hit to center, 
and then took second on the throw. And when it went over the first baseman's head, who was the cutoff man to home, Strasbaugh came home to score. So the air gives the Bears an early one nothing lead here this afternoon. Weaver on at second now, and it brings to the plate Evan Reidenbaugh. Reidenbaugh batting 483 on the year, leading the team in hitting. Getting the lead off at second base is Weaver. Reidenbaugh squares the bunt, pulls the bat back, and takes a strike over the inside corner. Evan not only hitting 483 on the year, but he's got the most hits on the team, 29 and 60 at bats. That pitch is taken up above the head. And the count is now 1 and 1. Shane Weaver's on deck. JV game was canceled today, so the Bears have got a full house in the dugout to the left of us. The 1-1 pitch swung on, topped over to the shortstop position, grabbed by Stopper, throw across, no throw, and he's just going to hold it. So Ball will get an infield single. So three hits in a row by the Bears. Still nobody down, runners at first and second. They lead at 1-0. And it brings up Shane Weaver to the plate, the first baseman, right-handed hitter. Barry in trouble here in the first. And the pitch to the plate is a curveball that hangs upstairs, ball one. Rydenbaugh on at first, Weaver on at second. Shane Weaver on the year with nine RBIs on the season, batting 353. And Weaver steps off the back of the rubber, puts the runners back. Harrison, the first baseman, playing off the bag and behind the runner at first, getting the lead off at second is Weaver, and that pitch is a called strike over the outside corner. Nice fastball by Barry. One and one the count. Weaver, right-handed hitter, as Barry comes set. And the one-one is outside. Two and one the count now. Aaron Spidell is on deck, and then Marcus Schlebaugh. Bears have gotten three hits in a row here in the bottom of the first inning to take the early 1-0 lead. Barry comes set. There go the runners. Pitch swung on and fouled straight back and out of play. So Justin McDowell put the hit and run on, and Weaver had a high offering but just got underneath it and popped it foul behind home plate. And the count now is two balls and two strikes. Rydenbaugh still at first. Weaver returns to second. That's Ryan Weaver, and Shane Weaver is at the plate. And the 2-2 pitch to the plate is swung on on a high offering, and he topped that one foul behind the plate, not a play again. So the count remains two balls, two strikes. Girls softball team is playing over at Orville tonight. That game will get underway at 6 o'clock. Coming set is Barry. Checks the runners. They're holding, and that pitch is outside to Weaver, and the count now is full three and two. Three and two, nobody down here in the first inning. Rydenbaugh getting the lead off first. Harrison playing behind him. Ryan Weaver gets the lead off second. Coming set is the pitcher, Barry, and the ball is topped to short. Picked up by the short stop. Stoffer throws to second for one, but back to first not in time. And, yes, the runner at second will be out as Ron Fuller, the base umpire, had everyone confused with what was going on. So 
Weaver is on at first base on the fielder's choice. Reidenbaugh erased at second, so runners at first and third as Ryan Weaver goes to third. Shane Weaver getting the leadoff first. Now Harrison will hold him on. Anna brings up Aaron Spidell. Spidell, right-handed batter, leading the team in RBIs with 14 this year. And Barry steps off the back of the rubber. Marcus Schlebaugh's on deck. Weaver at first getting a good lead with Harrison holding him at the bag. And the pitch to the plate gets by the catcher, Chris. But holding at third will be Ryan Weaver. But going down to second base on the wild pitch is Shane Weaver. So three straight hits. A fielder's choice now a wild pitch has put runners at second and third. Still nobody out for the Bears here in this first inning of play. Spidell, right-handed hitter. And as Barry comes set and the pitch to the plate as a curveball breaks down low. And the count now 2-0 and to the Bears catcher. First base is open. Schleybaugh is on deck. Barry in deep trouble here in this first inning. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on. Line drive out to center field. It's going to drop. Coming home is Ryan Weaver. And holding at third base will be Shane Weaver. And the Bears now lead it 2 to nothing on the RBI single by Aaron Spidell. His 15th RBI of the season. And there still is nobody out here in this first inning of play. Shane Weaver now at third, and Aaron Spidell on at first, and look for Spidell to be moving. And Marcus Schlebaugh comes to the plate. He's batting 275 on the year. Spidell has got nine stolen bases this year. Harrison's holding him close at the bag. Aaron holds tight, and that pitch is upstairs for a ball. 1 0 the count to Schlebaugh. Schlebaugh had the triple in the bottom of the seventh inning against Strasburg last week. There goes Spidell. That pitch is upstairs, and the catcher, Chris, pops out of his glove and can't make the throw. So the stolen base by Spidell. Now the Bears have runners at second and third again. That's the tenth stolen base of the year, second only to Nick Strasbaugh for Spidell. And the pitch is upstairs again. And the count now 3-0 and to the Bears' third baseman. And the designated hitter, Colton Purdy, is on deck. And let's see what Schleyball will do here with first base open and a 3-0 count. And that pitch is upstairs, ball four. First walk of the ball game given up by Barry. So the bases are now loaded. One man down. And it brings up the DH, Colton Purdy. Colton on the season, batting 189. He's hitting for Parker Snyder this afternoon, who's pitching. And the infield playing in at the corners for Orville, and that's a fastball over at the belt to Purdy. 0-1 the count. Orville had a tough time with Worcester earlier this week on Tuesday and Wednesday, giving up 13 runs in each game, losing 13-3 and 13-1. And that pitch is a curveball, breaks over the outside corner. That might have been the best pitch of the game that Barry has thrown. And the count now is 0-2. Purdy down in the count. Barry working out of the wind. Base is loaded. The wind by Barry and the pitch swung on and grounded in the hole. Nice stop by Stauffer at short throw to second in time. 
to get the runner at first, at second base, Marcus Schlebaugh, but coming home to score on the play is Shane Weaver, and it is three to nothing. Bears on top of it. As Weaver comes home to score, two men down now in the inning. Spidell is at third. Schlebaugh is erased at second base on the fielder's choice. So that puts Purdy at first, and it brings to the plate Manny Camacho. Manny on the year batting 158, right-handed hitter, and he takes a fastball at the knees for a called strike. Wanzik's on deck. Getting the lead off of first base is Purdy. Getting a good lead over at first base. Harrison holding him at the bag. And the pitch to the plate is outside. Chris with a good backhanded stop. And the count is 1-1. One and 3-0 one. Waynedale here in the bottom of the first. They're looking for more with a runner at third in Spidell. And a runner at first in Purdy. Barry comes set. And the 1-1 swung on and missed. Camacho had a good cut on a high fastball. And it's now one ball, two strikes. Indians are in Philadelphia tonight, taking on the Phillies. One and two the count. Curveball swung on and grounded to short. Picked up by Stoffer, flips over to second to Anderson, and that'll do it here in this first inning of play. But for the Bears, they come up with three runs on four base hits in the inning. The Orville commits one error, and the Bears leave two men on base. And as we head to the second inning of play, your score, it's Waynedale 3, Orville nothing. Casa de Sassi is a family-owned business built on timeless principles of honesty, integrity, and quality. Like timeless values, their products are manufactured to resemble the classic old-world Italian style. Providing a quality product that meets your needs is just the beginning of the care you get from Casa de Sassi. Earning your trust is vitally important which is why they always operate in an ethical manner with the highest value for integrity. Call Casa de Sansi today, 330-830-9760. Family. At the time you need them the most, they are there. So is the Spidel Funeral Home. They have been family-owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand family. When you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. That's how family works. The Spidell Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidell Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Well, it's 3 nothing as we head to the second inning of play. And Orville will send Barry up to the plate on owner Owen Stauffer and Schaeffler here this afternoon. Bears coming up with four hits in that first inning. And they have staked Parker Snyder to a big 3 to nothing lead. He won that game against Strasburg last Saturday. First game of the double dip as he went the distance. And the Bears won it 6 to nothing at Thurman Munson Stadium. And then the Bears won the nightcap behind Manny Camacho. And the Bears then won two games on Monday and Tuesday against Smithville to stay tied with Chippewa for first place. Now the Bears have got Rittman coming up on Monday and Tuesday. They'll be at Rittman Monday, back home on Tuesday. We'll broadcast that game. Chippewa, on the other hand, has got two games with Dalton on Monday and Tuesday, and Dalton is tied for third place in the conference. 
Bears are looking for their first conference title since 1999. And the first pitch of the inning from Snyder to Barry is over at the belt for a called strike. The tournament draw comes up this Sunday. And that could be fairly interesting to see what kind of a seed the Bears will get. They've got one of the better records in the district this year. The 0-1 pitch to Barry swung on and missed. Nice changeup by Purdy, or excuse me, by Parker Snyder. And the count is 0-2. Stoffer on deck. Barry leading it off here in the second inning. And the 0-2 pitch is outside. Nice change by Snyder. Tried to tempt him with a low outside pitch just off the plate. One ball, two strikes the count. Snyder working out of the wind. Of course, he had the surgery early in the year. Missed the first couple weeks of the season. And the one-two swung on and missed strike three. Second strike out of the ball game for Parker Snyder. And it brings up Owen Stauffer, the shortstop. His first at bat here this afternoon. One down here in the second inning. Bears lead it three to nothing. Scheifler is on deck. A wind by Parker Snyder and the pitch to the plate is a curveball that hangs upstairs. Spidell's got to come out of the crouch to grab it. One and know the count. Bears have four conference games left. Two against Rittman on Monday and Tuesday and then two against Hillsdale the following Monday, Tuesday. 1-0 pitch, swung on, popped up right over near the first base side. Spidell's going to give chase, and it'll drop back behind the first base dugout. Not a play. Count evens, one ball, one strike. Overcast skies here this afternoon. Temperature at game time was 53 degrees. Infield, deep at short and second on the grass. In at the corners, just behind the bags, are the third and first baseman. And the pitch swung on, fly ball left field. Going back as Weaver now retreats to his right, and he's got it for the second out of the inning. So Stoffer flies the left, two down, and it brings up Schieffler. Left-handed batter, he's the DH this afternoon for the catcher, Chris. First left-handed batter that Orville has sent up to the plate here this afternoon. Outfield even up, playing straight away. Schieffler deep in the batter's box and up close to home plate from the left-handed side. And Snyder's pitch hits him in the back of the number seven as he will take first base. So that's the first hit batsman of the ball game by Parker Snyder. Schieffler heads down to first base. And that's the first batter that Snyder has hit this year. And it will bring to the plate Elkins. Elkins, the right fielder this afternoon, right-handed batter. Stands right on top of home plate. Getting the lead is Schieffler at first base. Shane Weaver holding him over there at the bag. And he's holding, and that pitch is lined into over the head of Nick Strasbaugh. He got his glove on it, and it pops into center field for a base hit. So Elkins... Gets a base hit to center. Second hit of the ball game by the Riders. So they've got runners at first and second. Still two men down. 
And it brings to the plate Harrison, the number nine hitter. He's a left-handed batter, number 22, first baseman. Batting ninth here today. Top of the order, Chris Schaup on deck. Runners at first and second for the Riders. They're down 3 nothing. Snyder comes set, checks the runners, and the pitch is a called strike at the knees over the outside corner. 0-1 the count to Harrison. Snyder looking things over. Getting the lead off at second is Schieffler. And he gets a good secondary lead. That ball is pop fouling out of play straight back. And the count now is 0-2. To Harrison. Now Aaron Spidell is going to walk out and actually give the next pitch to Snyder verbally. Elkins getting the lead off first. Weaver playing behind him at first base near the grass and close to the line. Getting the lead off second is Schieffler. Snyder comes set. Runners hold and the pitch is upstairs. Throw down to second base by Spidell and it is not in time. It was off the bag a little bit and bounced into Strasbaugh. He made a nice play on the throw but he just could not get the tag down in time on Schieffler at second. One and two the count to Harrison. Runners at first and second still for Orville. Two down here in the second. Snyder comes set. And the two out pitch to the plate. Curveball swung on and missed. Strike three. And that'll do it for the Riders on the third strikeout of the ball game by Parker Snyder. In the inning for Orville, they get no runs on. One hit, they leave two on and no Waynedale errors. We head to the bottom of the second. Your score, it's Waynedale three and Orville nothing. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. Okay, so this noodle bowl, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that. Nice, right? Saute on medium high. Brown, ooh, browning. Nicely. Now the broth. It's Asian-inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home, alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge perfection. Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork, be inspired. Bears lead at 3-0 as we head to the bottom of the second inning. They came up with a three spot in the bottom of the first. And Barry's back on the mound to face off against the number nine hitter for Waynedale, Jarrett Wansick, and then the top of the order, Nick Strasbaugh and Ryan Weaver. Jarrett on the year. At the plate, batting 341 this year. He's got seven RBIs, 15 hits, 44 at bats. Scored 10 runs. Three doubles this year. Wanzik, right-handed batter, close to the plate. Closed stance. And the pitch from Barry to lead off the second. Curveball swung on and missed. Jarrett swung right over the top of it. 0-1 the count. Bears had four hits in that first inning. Started off by the man on deck, Nick Strasbaugh. 0-1 pitch is swung on and grounded to short. 
Stoffer comes in, grabs it, throws across in time. So Wanzik grounds out to short. All three, or all, excuse me, all four of the outs, all three in the first inning and now the first one here in the second inning, have been assisted by Stauffer, the shortstop. And the three outs in the first inning were all fielder choices. Nick Strasbaugh now will step up, one away. Strasbaugh doubled to get things underway. Came around to score on an air. And the one-out pitch to Nick swung on and lined in the left field. Coming in the left fielder, Ramsdell, and he grabs it belt high for the out. Boy, Nick couldn't have lined that one any harder to left field than he did there. So there are two away, and it brings to the plate Ryan Weaver. Weaver singled his last time up to center field. Came around to score. So he's one for one on the day, and he takes that pitch outside. One and oh the count. Barry, the right-hander, struggled through the first, got the first two guys in this inning, and that pitch is outside. Chris held the pose, catcher from Orville, but he didn't get the call. Two and oh the count to the Bears' number two hitter, Ryan Weaver. Into the motion is Barry. The 2-0 fastball over at the knees. Two balls, one strike the count. Evan Reidenbaugh is on deck. Weaver, a left-handed batter. 2-1 pitch, swung on and missed on a curveball. Ryan swung right over the top of it, just like Wanzik did earlier. And the count now is 2-2. Two and two. two balls, two strikes the count. And the pitch to the plate. Curveball hits Weaver in the toe. That's the eighth time he's been hit this year. That is not a stat. We've said it before. It's not a stat you want to lead the team in. And Weaver just seems to take, every time he gets hit, just drops the bat, trots down to first place, doesn't even pick up dirt to rub on it or anything. So he's on at first base. Eighth time he's been hit, like we said. He's on at first. And it brings to the plate Evan Reidenball with two outs. Reidenbaugh got an infield single his last time up, and then was forced at second. Weaver, as the curveball bounces in front of the plate, Chris blocks it, but the throw second base as Weaver took off, not in time, and Weaver is at second. So give Weaver a stolen base. Evan Reidenbaugh ahead in the count, 1-0. and Two down here in the bottom of the second. Bears lead it, 3 nothing. And the pitch from Barry. Swung on, line to short. Stoffer picks it up on one bounce. Throws over to the first baseman, Harrison, in time. And that'll do it for the Bears here in the second inning of play. But in the inning, no runs, one hit. And that was the hit batsman, <laughs> Ryan Weaver, the eighth time he's been hit this year. As we head to the third, Waynedale leads it 3 nothing. <laughs> The Apple Creek Banking Company is a full-service community bank offering checking and savings accounts, installment, mortgage, and commercial loans. While being able to offer all of the services of a large bank, the Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities they serve and the people and businesses that make those communities great. The staff at the Apple Creek Banking Company truly cares about its customers and helps them choose the products that best meet their needs. Stop in one of their six locations, 
and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Top of the order due up for the Red Riders. They're down three to nothing. Heading into the third inning of play, it'll be Chris Schaup, Austin Domer, and Zach Ramsdell. The top three in the order for Scott Marshall's Red Riders. Orville, three wins, five losses outside the OCC this year. They lost two in a row to Worcester earlier this week. They were supposed to play last night against Dover, but that game was rained out. It was going to be held at Orville. So they haven't played since Wednesday. The Bears have not played since Tuesday. Their game against Tuslaw last night was rained out. Shout fouled out to first base his first time up. So he is 0 for 1 in the game. Leading it off here for the Riders in the third inning. Right-handed batter stands close to home plate. Snyder. Struck out three, and he throws that pitch upstairs for a ball. Down a little bit, Mark, down. Schaup, one of the returners for Orville this year. Ready to go. Snyder, the 1-0 pitch to the plate. Curveball swung on and missed. Boy, that had a nice break to it. One and one the count. Last year, Snyder had problems getting going in the first inning, and then he turned things on. This year, he hasn't seemed to have that problem. And the 1-1 pitch to the plate. Fastball is going to be popped out to Manny Camacho going to his left, dives and makes the catch. Nice catch by Camacho on a soft liner heading out into right field. So one away on the nice play by Camacho. And it brings up Austin Domer, who popped out to second to Camacho his last time up. 0 for 1 on the afternoon. Domer, another one who is expected to lead this Orville team this year, especially from the mound. But he got battered around against Worcester on Tuesday. And the one-out pitch to him is swung on and lined to third. Knocked down by Schlebaugh. Picks it up near the bag. Throw to first in time. Nice plays by the Bears defensively here in this third inning of play. Two men up, two men down, and it brings up Ramsdell, the left fielder. He tripled his last time up to left center field up against the fence. Ramsdell, right-handed batter, looks out to the bench. Snyder does to get the sign, now steps up on top of the mound. And the two-out pitch to Ramsdell. That's a curveball that breaks down low for a ball. Ramsdell came up last time in the first inning with two down and got the triple. 1-0 the count. And the pitch to the plate. That's a fastball swung on and grounded to Schleybaugh. Moves to his left, picks it up on two bounces, throw over in time to Shane Weaver for the third out of the inning. Three up, three down. Snyder's retired four in a row. We head to the bottom of the third. It is still Wayndale three, Orville nothing. 
Do you own or manage a business, work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products, pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. This Waynedale Golden Bears broadcast is made possible by The Harvest Market in Apple Creek, Miller Custom Exteriors, Shop Brothers Farms, Murphy's Promotions, Deb's Den in Apple Creek, Casa de Sassi, Lem's Pizza, and PNC Bank. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Waynedale High School broadcasts on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Three nothing as we head to the bottom of the third inning. Shane Weaver will lead it off for the Bears. Then comes Aaron Spidell and Marcus Schlebaugh. The middle three in the batting order for Waynedale here this afternoon. Weaver reached on a fielder's choice, went to second on a wild pitch, and came around to score the third run of that first inning of play. Barry, getting the start here this afternoon for Scott Marshall's Orville Red Riders. They went to state, the Final Four, just two years ago, and it's been a rebuilding project ever since. 3 nothing, Waynedale on top of it, and Weaver will step into the plate. Shane, right-handed batter. And the first pitch of the inning is a curveball upstairs to Weaver from Barry. One and another count. Barry into the wind. And Weaver takes that one upstairs, too. Two and another count. Two balls, no strikes, the count to the Bears' power hitting first baseman. And the pitch to the plate. That's a fastball outside 3-0. None of the three pitches so far have been close to a spot where Weaver can hit it. 3-0 the count. And the pitch to the plate. That is a fastball upstairs again. Ball four. So Weaver walks. That is the second walk of the inning. And I feel like I'm at Old Shea Stadium now with the planes going overhead. Second walk of the ball game, excuse me, given up by Barry. Weaver is at first base. That is the fifth time he's walked this year, and the pitch is outside, over the outside corner to Spidell. One another count. Check that, that's the tenth walk this year that Shane Weaver has taken. 0-1 the count to Aaron Spidell. Weaver being held at first base, and now the throw over to first, not in time. They may have watched the game on Saturday against Strasburg. Weaver really put on a display with the legs in those two games. Got the Lems Pizza start of the game. He gets the lead, and it doesn't go. Spidell swings, grounds it to short. Throw to second in time to get Weaver. Throw to first, not in time to get Spidell. So Aaron reaches on the fielder's choice, force at second. Gives one away, and it brings up Marcus Schlebaugh. Schlebaugh walked and then was forced at second in the first inning. Spidell gets the lead off. Spidell 
stole second his last time up, and he doesn't go on that pitch. Swung on a miss by Marcus. 0-1 the count. Schlebaugh got the hit that eventually led to the game-winning run against Strasburg on Saturday in the second game. There goes Fidel. Pitch is up, uh, called strike. Throw down to second base, not in time. Spidell with his second stolen base of the afternoon. And he may catch up with Strasbaugh before the day is over. That's his 11th stolen base of the year. He's one behind Nick. 0-2 the count to Schlebaugh. Swings and fouls that straight back. And the count stays 0-2. On deck is Colton Purdy. Spidell at second. Bears lead at 3-0. Barry comes set, and the 0-2 pitch to Slaybaugh swung on and fouled straight back. Count stays 0-2, and we're running out of baseballs very, very quickly. Now Chris wants to go out to the mound and meets up with Barry halfway between the mound and home plate, has his say, and now goes back to home. Could be changing up on the signs with Spidell peering in at second. Aaron gets the lead off at second. And the 0-2 pitch to Marcus Schlebaugh. Swung on and fouled straight back again and out of play. Sid Klein gracing us with his presence. <laughs> Never know who's going to show up at these games. 0-2 the count to Schlebaugh. Spidell at second. Coming set is Barry. And the pitch to the plate, curveball, swung on, same spot again. Schlebaugh has fouled three straight pitches, backing out of play to the same spot behind home plate. And the count remains 0-2. Check out 1-2. Coming set is Barry, and the 1-2 pitch swung on and fouled back against the backstop. That might have been the best fastball that Barry has thrown here today, and Schlebaugh fought it off. He's fouled back four in a row, and he's wasting some good pitches here by Barry in the third inning. One down. Spidell at second. And Orville really not paying much attention to Aaron at second base, and he's getting the lead off of the bag. Schlebaugh, one and two the count. And the pitch, that's a curveball over at the knees for a called strike three. Marcus fought and fought and fought and goes down looking. That's the first strikeout of the ball game by Barry. And there's two away now. Spidell still at second, and it brings up Colton Purdy. Purdy, right-handed batter. He reached on a fielder's choice his last time, and he lines that over the second baseman's head and into right center field for a base hit. Rounding third and coming home is Spidell, and Purdy has the RBI single, and the Bears lead it now 4 to nothing. Boy, Purdy lined that right into right center field over the second baseman's head. And Aaron Spidell trotted around third and came home to score. And the Bears lead it now 4 to nothing here in the third inning. And it brings up Manny Camacho. Camacho ended the first inning of play by bouncing into a fielder's choice. So he's 0 for 1 in the game. 4 nothing. Waynedale leads it here in the third. Barry stepped off the back of the rubber and faked the throw to first base. Back in time is Purdy, and he's holding it first, and that pitch is over but high for a ball. 
Jarrett Wanzik's on deck. Purdy getting the lead off at first. Barry turns and looks at him. There goes Purdy. Pitch is a called strike. Throw down to second base. Not in time as the throw is off the bag. That is the third stolen base here today by the Bears. Two by Spidell. Check it. That's four. Two by Spidell. One for Ryan Weaver and now one for Colton Purdy. And that is his first stolen base of the season. And the pitch is upstairs to Camacho. And the count is now two and one. Two balls, one strike, the count to Manny Camacho. Looking for the RBI. Barry just balked, no call. And now the pitch to the plate swung on and fouled over the first base dugout. Not a play. And the count evens two and two. Barry started to make the move. He's working out of the stretch, and he started to move and then stopped and looked back at second, but they decided not to call the ball. Now Barry comes set. And the 2-2 pitch down low. Nice stop by Chris. Kept it out in front of him. That ball bounced right in front of home plate, but Chris kept his chest protector in front of it. And the count is 3-2. and two. two men down here in the third. And the payoff pitch to the plate swung on and lined into left field for a base hit. Holding at third base will be Purdy. And on at first is Manny Camacho. After the base hit. Bears with two hits in the inning. They've got six in the afternoon. And it's still four to nothing as the Bears have popped through with one here in the inning. And it brings up Jarrett Wanzik to the plate. Wanzik 0 for 1. He grounded it short to lead off the second inning. Camacho gets the lead off at first. He's holding and that pitch is upstairs to Jarrett. 1 and 0 the count. We're in the third. It's 4 nothing, and now Scott Marshall wants to come to the mound and talk things over with his righty, Barry. Shane Weaver led it off with a walk here in the second inning. He was forced at, sec- at second. Spidell reached on a fielder's choice, then stole second. Marcus Schlebaugh struck out. Then Colton Purdy got a base hit to right center field that drove home Spidell. With the fourth run, Purdy then stole second, reached third on the base hit to left field by Manny Camacho. And that's where we sit. Camacho at first, Purdy at third. Two down here in the inning. And Wanzik ahead in the count, 1-0. and Barry working out of the stretch. Looks over at Camacho at first base. He's holding, and that pitch is a little upstairs, 2-0. Nick Strasbaugh is on deck. But 2-0 the count now to Jarrett Wanzik. This is danger time right now for Barry. If he gets Wanzik on, now he's going to step off and throw to first base. Back with a head first dive is Camacho. He gets Wanzik on. He's got to face off with Nick Strasbaugh. And Strasbaugh has really tattooed the ball the first two times up against Barry. Camacho holds it first. That pitch swung on and foul tipped, I believe, off the glove of the catcher. Ball went right back to the backstop. I didn't hear it hit the bat. The umpire didn't give a sign that it hit the bat, but 
It was swung on and missed by Wanzik nonetheless, if he didn't foul tip it, so the count is two and one. And the pitch to Barry, runners hold. That pitch is inside, three and one. Three balls, one strike the count. Camacho at first base. At third base is Purdy. Camacho gets the lead. Two down. He's holding. That pitch is a called strike at the knees. Three and two. Wanzik was taking all the way. Three and two the count. Camacho will be off. There he goes. And the pitch is high and in tight. Ball four. So now the bases are loaded. That's the third walk of the game given up by Barry. Camacho goes to second, holding a third is Purdy, and it brings up Nick Strasbaugh. Nick doubled to left center field his first time and lined to left as he really tattooed the baseball his last time up, but right into the glove of the left fielder, Ramsdale. Bases loaded, Barry working out of the line in the pitch. Curveball over at the knees for a called strike, 0-1. Two down, bases loaded. Key point in the ball game for the Red Riders, down 4 nothing. And the 0-1 pitch. Swung on, fly ball out into left center field, coming over is Ramsdale, and the center fielder, Domer, comes in. They can't get it. Coming home to score is one run. Rounding third is Camacho. He'll score, and it's 6 to nothing. As Strasbaugh is on at first base after the base hit, and holding at second is Jarrett Wanzing. So Nick with the base hit to center field. Two runs come home to score. And it is six nothing, Wayne Dale. And it brings to the plate Ryan Weaver. Ryan was hit by a pitch his last time up, and he singled, so he is one for one in the game. Strasbaugh still at first, Wanzik at second. Two down, six nothing, Wayne Dale, and the pitch to Weaver is outside for a ball. One or no, the count. Evan Rydenbaugh is on deck for Wayne Dale. Nick. Nobody holding him at first, getting a good lead off the bag. So is Wanzik at second, and that pitch is down low. Chris turning the glove sunny side up to grab that one. And the count now 2-0. Two down. Barry comes set, and the 2-0 pitch is up high, ball three. Three balls, no strikes the count, and Barry just now is... Lost the strike zone, and when he does get it into the strike zone, the Bears are able to hit it somewhere. 3-0 and the count to Weaver. And the pitch to the plate. Upstairs, ball four. Weaver walks. Fourth walk of the ball game given up by Barry. Strasbaugh goes to second. Heading to third is Jarrett Wanzik. So the bases are loaded again. And it brings to the plate Evan Reidenbaugh. Reidenbaugh, the Bears' leading hitter, number three hitter. And that pitch is over at the knees. Barry with the fastball gets the call from the home plate umpire. Owen won the count. Shane Weaver on deck, and he started this mess. Reidenbaugh down in the count, 0-1, and the pitch from Barry. Curveball swung on line into left field, down the line, and it'll be a foul ball. Boy, just was fouled down the left field line, and the count is 0-2 to Evan. Bears have battered around here in the third. And lead it 6 to nothing. 
Two down. Reidenbaugh down in the count 0 and 2. Barry on the hill. Into the wind. And the 0-2 pitch swung on and topped over the mound. Coming in the second baseman, Anderson. And he drops the ball. It went right through his hands. Coming home to score is Wanzik. And also following him up is Strasbaugh. And the Bears on the air pick up another two runs. And it is now 8 to nothing. Wanzik and Strasbaugh come home to score. Standing at second base is Ryan Weaver after the error by the second baseman. Second of the afternoon by the Red Riders. Bears have come through with five runs here in this inning. And they've batted around. And it brings up Shane Weaver and he takes a ball down low. Shane started off by walking. And then he was knocked down at second. And the 1-0 pitch. There go the runners. Ball is down low. Chris can't get it out of his glove, and the runners will steal. Weaver, with his second stolen base of the ball game, goes to third. And at second base is Evan Reidenbaugh with a stolen base. 2-0 the count to Shane Weaver. Now Barry will work out of the wind. First base is open. Spidell is on deck. The 2-0 pitch swung on and grounded to second. Coming in is Anderson. He grabs that one, throws in time to get Weaver at first base. But in the inning for the Bears, they come up with five runs in the inning. And they only do it on three base hits. But Orville commits one big error. Check out two big errors in the inning. And the Bears leave two men on. As we head to the top of the fourth inning, your score, it is Waynedale 8 and Orville nothing. Experience a pleasant atmosphere and homemade comfort food daily at Deb's Den in Apple Creek. Stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. There's no assembly line food at Deb's Den. Everything is handcrafted and fresh, from the sandwiches to the soups and sides and the dinner specials every day. Stop in for breakfast Tuesday through Saturday from 7 to 11 a.m. and Sundays 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Thursday 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday 11 to 9, and Sunday 12 to 3. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with virtual wallet. Simplify your finances. Track and budget your spending and save for the future. Learn more at pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Amish craftsmanship revered worldwide. Dutch quality stone products have become the industry leader in quality and consistency. In the heart of one of the biggest Amish communities in America, Dutch quality stone provides a stunning collection of fine veneer stone readily available for dependable, easy-to-install options for homes and commercial properties. In our corner of the world, people believe in doing things right. Hard work, honesty, and genuine care. Dutch Quality Stone, located on Dover Road in Mount Eaton. Call today, 877-359-7866. Big inning for the Bears as they come up with five runs. The line score, the Bears have eight runs on seven hits. They've left five men on base, and they've committed no errors. For Orville, no runs on two hits. They've left three on, and they have committed three big errors in the ball game. As we head to the fourth, it is eight nothing. Wayndale on top of it. 
Anna will bring to the plate Howman. Howman is going to pinch hit for Anderson, the cleanup hitter. And the first pitch of the inning is over for a called strike. So Howman comes in to pinch hit. And he's down in the count 0-1 oh to Parker Snyder. Snyder throws that pitch high and outside. 1-1 one and one the count. Not the most ideal baseball conditions here this afternoon. <laughs> Temperature about 52, 53 degrees. Wind blowing in from right center field. That pitch swung on and missed by Howman. And the count now is 1-2. and two. Second round of the draft gets underway tonight at about 7, 7.30. Browns have the first pick in the second round. Should be interesting to see what they do. And the 1-2 pitch to Howman is swung on, popped straight up near second base. Coming over is Camacho, calling for it is Shane Weaver, and he'll grab it on the dirt for the first out of the inning. That one was just straight up by Howman. And it brings to the plate. Barry. Barry will come up, the pitcher. On the afternoon, he is 0 for 1. He struck out his first time up. Struck out swinging to lead off the second inning. One away here in the fourth. And that first pitch is upstairs for a ball. Five in a row. Retired by Snyder. One down here in the fourth. And the pitch to the plate is a curveball. Swung on and missed, and it went right off the mask of Aaron Spidell. Aaron just completely missed that ball. It was swung on and missed by Barry, and then Spidell missed it. Went right into his mask. One and one the count. Snyder in a groove. One ball, one strike. And the pitch. To his counterpart, Barry, swung on and fouled back out of play, straight back. And the count now is one ball, two strikes. Owen Stauffer is on deck, even though Scott Marshall is starting to move some substitutes around here in the inning. Down 8 nothing. Snyder rocks into the motion, swung on and missed by Barry, strike three. That's four strikeouts on the afternoon by the Bears lefty, and it brings up Owen Stauffer with two down the shortstop. Stauffer, right-handed batter, his first time up, he flied to left on a nice play by Ryan Weaver. Two men down here in the fourth. Snyder taking plenty of time getting ready to deliver this pitch. And the pitch is upstairs for a ball. 1-0. Sometimes the ball going back to Snyder goes back with a higher velocity than Snyder threw it into Spidell. But that doesn't mean that Snyder is not throwing the ball where he wants to. That pitch is grounded right back to the mound. Snyder jogging to first. He'll flip it over to first in time. And that'll do it for the Riders here in the third inning or in the fourth inning. They go up three up, three down, and as we head to the bottom of the fourth, it's Waynedale eight and Orville nothing. For over twenty five years, the Apple Creek drive thru has been serving the community from snacks, beverages, anything you may need. 
Just like the Waynedale Golden Bears, hard work is no stranger to Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru. So on your way home from the game, work, or you're just in a hurry, stop by. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Stop by after the game. Where can you get food smoking with Southern Pride, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg? Build your own burgers. Try our brisket and pulled pork. And every Thursday night is half-price wing night. Everything cooked to your satisfaction, so you'll come back time and time again. The Fire and Ice Pub, open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 10, Friday and Saturday, 11 to midnight, and Sunday, 11 to 8, located just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Harvest Market offers you everything you need from a community grocery store, providing fresh local meats, ready-to-go meals, and a full-service deli. Harvest Market is your one-stop butcher shop and can cut to order. The barbecue chicken is fresh off the grill, and the smoked ribs are second to none. For your next get-together, leave the cooking to Harvest Market. Harvest Market's convenient hours are Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sunday, 10 to 6. Harvest Market, located in the core of Apple Creek. Come taste the difference. Well, a new pitcher for the Red Riders, and it'll be Graber, a right-hander for Barry. He went three innings in the game off the start, gave up eight runs on seven hits. He walked three, struck out one, and hit a batter. So this will be Graber's first inning of pitching here this afternoon, and he will face off against the Bears, Aaron Spidell, then Marcus Schlebaugh, and Colton Purdy are the scheduled hitters here in the fourth. The Bears scored five runs in the last inning and batted around. And immediately, with the new pitcher, now Justin McDowell's going to make some changes as he's going to send up Jarrett Varner to hit for Marcus Schlebaugh on the on-deck circle. And that first pitch to Aaron Spidell is taken down low from Graber, ball one. We're in the fourth. Bears lead it eight to nothing. And the pitch is outside from Graber two and zero. Snyder looking for his third win of the season. He has yet to give up an earned run this year in five appearances. That pitch is a fastball over at the belt to Spidell. He was taking all the way two and one the count. Well, the question is tonight, who are the Browns going to take, or are they going to trade that first pick in the second round, number 32? That pitch is a curve ball down low. Three and one. Three balls, one strike to count to Spidell. And the pitch to the plate swung on it, grounded wide of third. Picked up by the shortstop on a nice backhand by Stauffer. Throw across is not in time. Ball appeared to pull Harrison off the bag at first, so Spidell reaches on the infield single. And it brings up now to the plate Jarrett Varner. Varner steps into the plate. He's the pinch hitter. He's batting 375, the freshman. Colton Purdy is on deck. He had a good day against Strasburg on Saturday in the double dip. I was watching the 
Indians play earlier this year when they were playing in Chicago against the White Sox and Hawk Harrelson, Ken Hawk Harrelson, who used to be with the Indians, made his name with the Boston Red Sox. He's the White Sox announcer now. He said when the game got like this and it was cold out, the home plate umpires in Major League Baseball, when he would walk up to home plate, would say, you better swing the bat, Hawk. Pitch swung on topped off home plate by Varner, and it goes foul up near the first base side. Meaning that the strike zone was going to expand and that he better get his swings in early. They don't do that anymore. So Varner fouling that one up the first base side. Down in the count 0-1. Getting the lead off first base is Spidell. And if he goes, he's got a chance to steal his 12th base of the year. That pitch is swung on and fouled back and out of play over the first base side. 0-2 the count to Jared Varner. We've said a couple of times that we've seen Varner play. He's got a nice swing for a freshman. Makes good contact. Right-handed batter. 0-2 the count to Jarrett. And the pitch is upstairs. 1-2 the count. Colton Purdy, the DH, is on deck. Bears lead at 8-0. Spidell gets the lead off first base. And the pitch to the plate is up high to Varner again. 2-2. Two and two. Two and two the count to Varner. Spidell gets the lead off first. Graber holds him there. Pitch curve ball swung on pop foul behind the plate coming back as Chris and it bounces off of his glove and out of and hits up against the backstop. So Varner gets a second life. Chris actually probably should have caught that ball, but it bounced off of his glove. They normally tell catchers do not try to catch the ball in that big glove up above your head. Try to basket catch all of them. Well Chris Tried to catch it up above his head while he was running toward the backstop, and it bounced off his glove. So Varner gets a second life count, stays two and two. Spidell gets the lead, he's staying. That pitch swung on and fouled back, not a play again. And the count stays two and two. Graber, the right-hander, came in in relief of Barry. Spidell. Getting the lead off first. Not a very big lead for Aaron. And the 2-2 is upstairs to Varner. 3-2. Purdy on deck. 3-2 the count now. To Jarrett Varner, the freshman. And the pitch to the plate is upstairs. Swung on and missed. Strike three. So Varner went after the high offering. One away, and it brings up Colton Purdy. And Manny Camacho moves into the on-deck circle. Purdy has reached on a single and a fielder's choice. So he is one for two this afternoon with a run scored, and that pitch is upstairs to Purdy. One and oh the count. I doubt if Spidell will be going anywhere. It would almost be adding insult to injury right now with the score 8 nothing. But he's one stolen base away from Nick Strasbaugh for the team lead. That pitch is upstairs to Purdy, 2-0. One away. Oh, wow. 
Two balls, no strikes, the count to Colton Purdy. Graber's pitch to the plate, swung on, fly ball left field. Going over is the left fielder, Ramsdell, and it will go foul. It just went out of our view down the left field side. Purdy got a good swing on that one, and the count goes two and one. Schaup at third, Stauffer at short. Anderson is at second, and Harrison at first for Orville around the infield. That pitch is swung on, fly ball out into center field. Coming over is Domer, the center fielder. He'll grab it and get it back in. And there are two away. Staying at first base is Aaron Spidell. First time Orville has gotten Purdy here this afternoon, and it brings up Manny Camacho. Camacho has singled and bounced into a fielder's choice also. So he is one for two with a run scored also. He singled to left his last time up. And the pitch to Manny is upstairs. 1-0 the count. Jarrett Wanzik is on deck, the right fielder. Coming set is Graber. And the 1-0 pitch to the plate, that's upstairs again. 2-0. Graber, the freshman, replacing Barry, the freshman, here in this inning. Bears lead it 8-0. Spidell gets the lead off first. Two down. That pitch is upstairs again. Ball three. To Manny Camacho. Right-handed hitting second baseman for the Bears here today. Two down. And he'll probably be taking on this pitch as the wind starts to kick up. And the 3-0 pitch is at the letters for a called strike. Three and one the count. Peering in is Graber. Looks over at Spidell at first base. He's holding, and the 3-1 swung on and popped up near second base. Stoffer comes over on the grass, and he'll grab it, and that'll do it for the Bears here in this fourth inning of play. They get no runs in the inning, though, on one base hit, and they leave one man on. And as we head to the fifth inning of play, it is Waynedale 8, Orville nothing. Family. At the time you need them the most, they are there. So is the Spidell Funeral Home. They have been family-owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand family. When you come in, the Spidell Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. That's how family works. The Spidell Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidell Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Steps Den on Main Street in Apple Creek is your spot for fresh, homemade food daily. Custom handcrafted sandwiches to your satisfaction. And try Deb's Den's relaxing, comfortable atmosphere. It's hometown dining at its best. Deb's Den offers quick, easy service. Breakfast hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 7 to 11 a.m., and Sundays, 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner is served Tuesday through Thursday until 8, Friday and Saturday until 9, and Sunday, noon to 3. Closed on Monday, Deb's Den, next to the Bear, on Main Street in Apple Creek. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 
1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at millercustomexteriors.com. Parker Snyder coming out. It is 8 nothing here in the fifth inning of play for the Bears. They lead it. Aaron Spidell is out of the ball game now as coming in to catch here this afternoon is Brent Christman. Christman in to catch this afternoon for the Bears. I believe that's who that is. Yes, Brent Christman coming in to catch for the Bears as he takes the place behind the plate of Aaron Spidell. And Schieffler, the DH, comes up to hit for Orville to lead it off here in the fifth inning of play, and he fouls that straight back and out of play. 0-1 the count. Let's hope it's better weather in Philadelphia where the Indians are taking on the Phillies. And the old one swung on him, popped up near the third base side. Coming over is the third baseman, Jarrett Varner. And he backhands it near the fence for the first out of the inning. Varner taking the place of Schlebaugh, Marcus Schlebaugh, who started the game at third. And Varner came in to pinch hit for him in the bottom of the fourth. And he makes a nice play. Over near the fence on the third base side for the first out of the inning. And it brings up Elkins, the right fielder. He singled the center his only time up, so he is one for one. And the pitch swung on and missed. 0-1 the count. Eight in a row retired by Parker Snyder. One down here in the fifth. And the pitch swung on and popped foul over to the right side and out of play. And the count now is 0-2. Brent Crispin, the catcher. You can hear Justin McDowell talking to him behind the plate, getting a chance to catch. Trace Gray caught the second game of the doubleheader on Saturday against Strasburg. Hey, way up, way up. 0-2 the count to Elkins, the number eight hitter, and then Harrison is not on deck. That is Graber, who is on deck. The wind by Snyder and the 0-2 pitch to the plate is upstairs and outside. One ball, two strikes the count. The farther we go into this game, the colder it gets. We are now under 50 degrees. It's about 48 degrees. Snyder, one and two the count, and the pitch to the plate, swung on, pop foul, and out of play over to the right side, and Elkins still behind in the count, one and two. Bears will be on the road on Monday at Rittman in a conference game, and then home on Tuesday. We'll be bringing you that game here on Ultimate Sports Talk on Tuesday. Parker, Snyder, the one-two pitch to the plate is a curveball that breaks upstairs. Two and two the count. Two balls, two strikes the count. Harrison is not on deck, as we say. That's Graber on deck. And the pitch swung on and missed, strike three. It's nine in a row, retired. By Snyder, five strikeouts in the ball game. 
and Graber will come up to the plate. Graber, who replaced Barry on the mound in the last inning. Right-handed hitter takes the place of the first baseman, Harrison. 8 nothing, 2 down. Bears lead it here in the fifth inning of play. Snyder into the wind. In the two-out pitch is a curveball that stays upstairs. That was a looked more like a cutter, actually, than a curveball. 1-0 the count, but that was probably about the wildest pitch that Snyder has thrown in his last two outings. Snyder really in a zone right now. And the 1-0 pitch to the plate. That's a fastball just off the outside corner. Chrisman held the pose, but he couldn't get the call 2-0. That's one of those pitches we were talking about that Hawk Harrelson was talking about. In weather like this, you got to get up there and swing the bat. Normally the umpires would expand the strike zone, but in this one, they haven't. That pitch swung on and missed. Nice fastball from Snyder. Two and one the count. Two and one. Two Graber. Leadoff man Chris Schaup is on deck for Orville. And the two one. That pitch is high and outside. Three and one. Two men down. It's one of these games that the Bears want to get as many players in as possible and get out of here as quickly as possible. If they score two runs in the bottom of the inning, this game is over. And the pitch swung up, popped up right here next to us, coming back. And it will go out of play just behind the first base dugout. Third base dugout, excuse me. Almost fell right on top of the dugout. Just to the left of us, and the count stays three and two. I don't know how it fell behind the dugout and didn't pick up a big glob of mud on it, but it did. Three and two, the count to Graber. Snyder, the payoff pitch, curveball called, strike three at the knees. That's six strikeouts in the ball game. For Snyder, and in the inning, he has retired 10 in a row. And as we head to the bottom of the fifth, two runs will do it. Your score, it's Waynedale 8 and Orville nothing. Okay, so this noodle bowl, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that, nice, right? Saute on medium high. Brown, ooh, browning, nicely. Now the broth, it's Asian-inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home, alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge, perfection. Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork, be inspired. The Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities it serves and the local businesses that operate in those communities. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Great food and a relaxing atmosphere. A good time had by all. That's at the Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg. Spend time with friends after the game. 
Enjoy the food where you can build your own burger, showing off your creativity. Or try the pulled pork or the brisket. And every Thursday night, the Fire and Ice Pub is the place to be for half-price wing night. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 11, closed on Mondays. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 92. Bears lead it 8 to nothing, And if they pick up a couple of runs here, this game can end early, which is what has happened to the Red Riders the last couple of games that they have played. They lost to Worcester 13-3 to on Tuesday, game that ended in five innings, and then they lost on Wednesday 13-1. to Graber out there for his second inning of work, and the Bears will send up Jarrett Wanzik, Nick Strasbaugh, and Ryan Weaver. And the first pitch of the inning, Graber misses outside for a ball. Want to know the count? Wanzik is grounded to short and walked with a run scored. He's 0 for 1 in the ballgame. And that pitch is down low and outside. Two and another count. Two balls, no strikes to count to Wanzik. And that pitch is at the letters for a called strike. Two and one to count. Graber, into the wind, and the 2-1 pitch swung on and missed by Jarrett. Two and two. Strasbaugh on deck. He's had quite a day here this afternoon. And that pitch is upstairs. And the count is now three and two. The bench jockey's getting into everything here in this inning. As you can probably hear. Three and two the count to Jarrett Wanzik. And that pitch is low and outside ball four. So Wanzik walks for the second straight time. He's on at first base and it brings to the plate Nick Strasbaugh. Strasbaugh has doubled, singled, lined to left, two for three, two runs scored. And he steps into the batter's box here after this big day. Wanzik on at first base. Graber comes set, and the pitch is a curved ball over at the belt for a called strike. Bears battered around in the third inning. Scoring five runs, making it eight to nothing. And the 0-1 pitch to Strasbaugh. Curve ball inside. Nick wanted, turned and looked at third base coach Justin McDowell and grimaced like he wanted that pitch back. One and one the count, even though it did hang inside. Graber comes set. He's worked out of the stretch the entire game. That's a curve ball over the outside corner. Bounces away from Chris, but not far enough for Wanzik to go anywhere. And now the count is one and two. Ryan Weaver's on deck. One and two the count to Strasbaugh. He's taken more pitches in this at bat than he has the entire game. And the pitch is in tight. It came with a fastball. First three pitches were curveballs from Graber. He was ahead in the count one and two, and then he threw a fastball inside back to Strasbaugh away from the plate. One and two, the two and two the count, excuse me. Two balls, two strikes, and the pitch is upstairs three and two. Nick looking for something that he can jack. Three and two. Nobody down here in the fifth inning. 
Waynedale on top, 8 nothing, And the pitch is upstairs, ball four. So Strasbaugh walks for the first time here this afternoon. It puts Wanzik at second. Strasbaugh at first. Nobody down, and it brings up Ryan Weaver, who has singled, walked, and been hit by a pitch with a run scored. And that pitch is a called strike over the inside corner. Nice breaking pitch from Graber. 0-1. And now Chris is going to go out to the mound and talk to Graber. With the runner at second and Wanzik, they want to switch up signs. Did that the last time that Spidell was on at second. Evan Reidenbaugh is on deck for the Bears. Weaver has been hit in this game. Eighth time he's been hit by a pitch this year. 0-1 the count. Graber comes set, checks the runners. And the pitch to the plate swung on. Fly ball going over is the right fielder Elkins. And the center fielder Domer comes over and catches it in right center field for the out. So Weaver flies out to center field, right center field. One away, and it brings up Evan Reidenbaugh. Reidenbaugh, infield single, grounded short, reached on an air. So he is one for three in the game. Bears looking to get a couple of runs here. That pitch is over the inside corner to Reidenbaugh. Owen won the count. Steven Spidell has moved into the on-deck circle to hit for Shane Weaver. Graber. Turns and checks the runner at first, the runner at second, and now the pitch to the plate. Reidenball went too far on his check swing. Got fooled on a curveball, and the count is 0-2. One away here in the fifth inning. Bears lead at 8-zip. Reidenball at the plate, 0-2, and, and that pitch swung on. Fly ball out into left center field. Coming over the left fielder, Ramsdell. He's got it, and the runners will hold, and there are two down. So Reidenbaugh flies to left, and it brings up Steven Spidell. Steven Spidell, his first at bat today, batting 226 on the year. Pinch hitting four. Shane Weaver, and he'll probably move into the first base position defensively. Now Graber moves off to the back of the mound as the home plate umpire gets spied out written into the lineup card. Steven, as we said, his first at bat. Weaver checks out, and he was 0 for 2 in the game, and that first pitch to Spidell is over at the knees for a called strike. Runner at second is Wanzik. Runner at first is Strasbaugh. Each getting on via the walk. And Graber steps off the back of the rubber. Forces Wanzik back at second. Graber gets the sign from Chris. And the pitch swung on and missed. Spidell down in the count 0-2. 
pulled his head off on that pitch. And the count is 0-2, two down here in the fifth. Winning run is Strasbaugh at first base. And the 0-2 pitch to Spidell. Curveball swung on and topped to short. Stauffer comes in. He's going to throw it a second. Not in time. And it goes out into short right field. So the bases are loaded. Error on the play. Weaver reaches on the fielder's choice, but a error on the play at second base. Stauffer probably should have gone to first. He would have had the better play. That is the fourth error of the ball game against Orville. And it brings to the plate Brent Christman. Christman. Christman, making his first varsity at bat, came in for Aaron Spidell last time, last inning. Christman, right-handed batter, number 47, right up on top of the plate, and he takes that first pitch over the outside corner for a called strike. Jarrett Varner is on deck. Winning run is at second base in Nick Strasbaugh. Outfield playing in. That pitch is a curveball inside. One and one the count to Crispin. He came in to catch last inning for Spidell. Steven Spidell window dressing at first base. The two runs that matter are Strasbaugh at second and Wanzik at third. And that pitch is low and outside for a ball. Chrisman ahead in the count now, two and one. Graber trying to pitch out of trouble here with two down in the fifth. He comes set, checks the runners, and the pitch swung on. Fly ball comes in to the second baseman, gets by the second baseman, Howman, coming home to score is Wanzik, and the bases stay loaded. Howman could not catch up to it, so Chrisman. Gets the base hit. And it is now 9 to nothing. Strasbaugh, the winning run, is at third. Steven Spidell is at second. And Chrisman is at first. And it brings to the plate Jarrett Varner. Varner came in the last time to pinch hit for Marcus Schleybaugh, take over at third, and he struck out. So the bases are still loaded, two down. On deck is Purdy. But he won't get a chance to hit in this inning. And that pitch is over the outside corner. Nice fastball from Graber. 0-1 the count. Barner, as we said, struck out his last time up. 0-1 in the ball game. 9-0 Waynedale. Graber comes set. And the pitch to the plate is upstairs to Varner, the freshman. 1-1 the count. Girls softball team should be just about getting underway over in Orville here this afternoon. Probably about into the first inning. They got underway at 6 o'clock. They played over in Orville. This game was supposed to be in Orville, but they moved it here because of the conditions at Orville. That pitch is high and in tight to Varner, and he backs away from it. 2-1 and one the count to Jarrett Varner. Winning run is Strasbaugh at third base. Coming set is Graber, and the pitch to Varner. Swung on, pop foul down the right field side and out of play. <laughs> Giving chase is Barry, who's playing first base. And the count is now two balls, two strikes. To Varner. 
Varner just looking to get that run home from third. Varner comes back to home plate, gets the bat, now steps into the right-hand batter's box and digs in. Graber gets the sign from Chris. And the 2-2 pitch to the plate swung on, pop foul over near us, and it's going to drop right down here in my lap. <laughs> right off of my arm. I need a glove. Spidell, where's my glove? <laughs> Hit the fence right on top on off my left arm. So the count stays two and two. That's about as much action as I've had in about the last month. Two and two the count. And the pitch. Swung on and grounded right back to the mound. Graber picks it up. He's going to jog to first base, flip it over there in time, and that'll do it. Here in the inning. But in the inning for the Bears, they pick up one run and they lead it heading into the sixth inning, nine to nothing. Need a satisfying snack on the go? In your car and don't want to stop long? For over 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been servicing the public and been a supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Like the Bears, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has a history of tradition and hard work. Just stay in your vehicle and cruise in. At the Apple Creek Drive-Thru, every beverage and snack need is met with prompt, courteous service. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice, 1-800-589-4905, or visit us online at millercustomexteriors.com. Nine to nothing, Waynedale leads it as we head to the sixth inning of play here at Waynedale High School. And I would have caught that ball my hands are frozen I should have caught it but it hit the fence first hit the fence bounced off my left arm and then out of play but I was there ready for it but it still would have hurt Snyder getting ready to send his sixth inning of work into the books he's got the lead nine to nothing, and he has retired ten in a row of the Red Riders. He has really been on a roll here in this one, as he got onto a roll on Saturday against Strasburg. Pitching an outstanding game against the Tigers in that first game of the doubleheader last Saturday at Thurman Munson Stadium, which I believe when that game got underway, the temperature was double what it might be right now. So for Orville, it will be the top of the order. Chris Schaup, then Austin Domer, and Zach Ramsdell. Schaup, 0 for 2 in the ball game, and he tops that one foul over near the first base dugout. 0-1 the count. Snyder has given up Two hits in this game, one in each of the first two innings, and then he has been lights out. 
And the 0-1 pitch to the plate. Swung on and missed. Nice pitch. Snyder has really got things working here this afternoon. 0-2 the count. Snyder moves into the motion. And the 0-2 pitch to the plate is high and outside. He has done that consistently today. When he has gotten ahead in the count, 0-2, he has tried to tease either high and outside or low and outside. Shout fouled out to first and lined out to second his last time up on a nice play by Manny Camacho, the second baseman. That pitch swung on and fouled straight back against the backstop. 1-2 the count. One ball, two strikes, the count. Steven Spidell, by the way, did move into first base to take over for Shane Weaver. Camacho's at second, Strasbaugh at short, and the third baseman is Jarrett Varner for the second straight inning. Snyder into the wind, and the one-two. That's a curveball, swung on a miss. Now they say he did get a piece of it as it rolled back near the backstop, so the count stays one and two. Ryan Weaver is in left. Evan Reidenbaugh in center. Jarrett Wanzik is in right. Brent Christman is the catcher. And Snyder the pitcher. And the 1-2 pitch to Chris Schaup. That's swung on and missed. Strike three. So Schaup goes down swinging. That is the seventh strikeout of the game for Parker Snyder. And it brings up Austin Domer, the center fielder. Domer has popped a second, grounded a third. He's 0 for 2. Right-handed, bat, right-handed batter. And Snyder swings. Domer swings and pops that one, fouling out of play over the first base side. Snyder right now has got to be the leading candidate for our Lem's Pizza star of the game. Parker into the motion, and the pitch to the plate is outside. One and one the count. To Domer. Again, I go back to that Hawk Harrelson story. Boy, if it's anywhere near home plate, you've got to be swinging. And you would think that the strike zone would be expanded a little bit. The 1-1 pitch to the plate swung on and missed. Boy, Domer put a hitch in his swing on that one, dropped his hands, and then swung underneath the ball. And it's 1-2. and two. Zach Ramsdell is on deck. Snyder rocks into the motion. And the 1-2 pitch to the plate swung on and popped up straight up in the infield. Coming over to Snyder, now Spidell, and Snyder's going to grab it in fair territory near the first base foul line for the out. So Domer pops out to the pitcher, and you could hear Justin McDowell saying Spidell, the first baseman, has got to come down and grab that ball and not expect the pitcher to grab it. But for Domer, he pops out. That's 12 in a row retired by Snyder. And it brings up Ramsdell. Ramsdell has tripled and grounded to third. So he's one for two in the ball game. And he takes that pitch outside and low. Ball one. 
Howman, the second baseman, is on deck. Snyder. The 1-0 pitch to the plate is high and outside. Ball two. Two and 0 the count. Two balls, no strikes the count. To Ramsdell here in the sixth inning of play. Waynedale leads it. Nine nothing. That pitch is down low, three and 0. And now Snyder has suddenly lost lo the location on his fastball. Down in the count, 3-0. and Stares in for the sign, now moves into the motion in the 3-0 pitch. That is a fastball over the inside corner for a called strike. 3-1 and one the count. Two down, 3-1 and one the count. To the left fielder for the Red Riders, Zach Ramsdell. And the pitch to the plate. That pitch is swung on and fouled straight back against the backstop. And the count now three and two. Three balls, two strikes, the count. Snyder off the back of the rubber, off the back of the mound, and now steps up on top of the mound. Moves into the motion, and the payoff pitch to the plate. That is a fastball, swung on and fouled down the right field side, and and out of play. Wanzik went up on the hill down the right field side, tripped and went out of play. Still grabbed the baseball, but it will be out of play. Snyder puts his left hand into his back pocket. He has not gone to his mouth here in the last two innings. He's not blown on his hand in the last two innings, which I believe the umpire is allowing him to do. And the payoff pitch now to Ramsdell. That's a curve ball down low, ball four. Ramsdell checked his swing. So the walk breaks the streak of 12 in a row. Retired by Snyder. And it brings to the plate the cleanup man, Howman. That is the first walk given up today by Parker Snyder. And Howman takes that pitch over the inside corner for a called strike. On one the count. Barry is on deck. He started the game on the mound. Snyder working out of the stretch with Ramsdell at first base. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on, fly ball, center field. Coming in now is Weaver in short left center field, and he grabs it for the final out of the inning. So the streak of 12 in a row is broken, but the Riders still don't get a run. They go up. They have one man on. And they leave one man on. No runs, no hits, no errors. They leave one man on. As we head to the bottom of the sixth, it's Waynedale 9 and Orville nothing. The Major League Baseball season has begun, and that can mean only one thing. What's that? Why, the return of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show on UltimateSportsTalk.com, of course. I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Mark Donahue and I as we return for our sixth season to discuss the goings-on with the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds. 
Every Monday night at 9 p.m., Mark and I will discuss both teams and the stories surrounding the game. Join us this coming Monday night at 9 for the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show, only on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. Well, as we head to the bottom of the sixth inning, Bears with a run, they can claw out a victory here this afternoon. They lead it nine to nothing. And what a performance, not only by the Bear Bats, but also by the Bears pitchers. And that would be the one and only Parker Snyder. Boy, he's done an outstanding job on the mound today. Colton Purdy will step into the batter's box to get things underway for the Bears here this afternoon. Clay Miller has moved into the on-deck circle, he'll pinch it for Manny Camacho. And then we'll see who comes up and hits third. That pitch is lined into left field. Nice play by the left fielder, Ramsdell. Boy, he got fooled, and Purdy really put a stinging on that baseball, but it just goes as a loud out as he lines out to left field. Great play by Ramsdell out and left, and it brings up Clay Miller. Clay Miller pinch hitting for Manny Camacho. Camacho on the afternoon bounced into a fielder's choice, singled, and popped out to short. And Miller will move, I believe, probably to second base, unless they move Varner to second in the inning if this gets extended. Jared Wanzik is on deck, and Miller swings and Tops that curveball foul behind home plate. Owen won the count. Marcus Schlebaugh and Aaron Spidell just took a lap around the outfield fence like it was spring training baseball. That pitch is over at the knees to Miller. Owen to the count. Clay Miller on the year batting 273 at the varsity level. And the 0-2 pitch to the plate. Curveball swung on and missed. Gets behind the catcher. Miller gets the late start from first. Chris throws the ball down to first base. Not in time. So Miller gets on in the air. Miller with the actual strikeout, but then he reaches on the error. That is the fifth error of the day against Orville. And it brings up Jarrett Wanzik. Wanzik has walked twice, scored twice, and bounced a short. So Miller is at first base. He's the winning run for the Bears. Barry is holding him close at first. Graber comes set. That pitch is bounced in front of the home plate area, and nice stop by Chris as he got his chest out in front of it and kept it out in front of the plate. 1-0 the count. Coming set is Graber, and the pitch to the plate swung on and lined into left field for a base hit. Advancing to second base is Miller. So Wanzik with the base hit to left field. Going to second is Miller. He's the winning run, and it brings up Nick Strasbaugh. Strasbaugh on the day 
has doubled, singled, walked, and lined to left. So he is two for three on the day. With two runs scored. Graber comes set. Checks the runners. And the pitch is outside for a ball. 1-0 the count. Ryan Weaver is on deck. One down. Winning run is at second base. And Clay Miller. And Graber's pitch to Strasbaugh. Hits him. It's a curve ball that didn't break. And Nick tried to turn out of the way of it, but couldn't get out of the way in time. So the hit batsman. And Nick Strasbaugh moves him to first base. Wanzik goes to second. And Clay Miller is at third. And it brings to the plate Garrett Higgins. Higgy's going to come to the plate to pinch hit for Ryan Weaver. Higgy, the right-handed batter. Now he backs away from home plate as the home plate umpire will get him written into the score scorecard. Winning run is at third base in Clay Miller. Evan Reidenbaugh is on deck if Higgins cannot get this accomplished. Infield in for Oroville. They've got to cut down the run at home. And that pitch swung on and fouled straight back and out of play by Higgy. Owen won the count. Said this during basketball. We'll say it now. It's Higgy time. Garrett, right-handed hitter. On the year. Looking for his first hit. He checks his swing on that one as it goes low and outside. One and one the count. Bears looking for the game-winning hit here. Graber, the wind, the pitch, swung on top, down the right field line, and it is a foul ball. Just fouled down about a foot down the right field side. That would have been the game-winning hit, and the count is one and two. Higgins went with the pitch. Boy, that brought about the entire Waynedale dugout here down the third base line to see if that one would stay fair. One and two the count. Graber, the pitch to Garrett Higgins with one down. That pitch swung on top off the plate. Graber's going to grab it, throw to home plate in time, throw to first, is in time also for the double play. So the double play, one, two, three, double play, ends the inning for the Bears, and they get no runs. In the inning, and we head to the seventh inning of play with the score, Waynedale 9 and Orville nothing. Tired of the same old national pizza chains? Try Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Sponsor of tonight's Star of the Game. Locally owned and operated since 1996, Lem's Pizza offers the best in pizza, subs, wings, and now 24 flavors of ice cream. From the beginning, Lem's Pizza has strived to provide a high-quality product combined with great, friendly, hometown customer service. Delivering value every time with a hometown personal touch. Lem's Pizza is a proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Like us on Facebook. Order now by calling 695-7111. Well, Parker Snyder heads to the mound looking to wrap this thing up for the Waynedale Golden Bears for them to pick up their 14th victory of the season. They lead it 9 to nothing as we head into the top of the 7th inning. 
Bears with 10 hits in this game, but in the last two innings, they have left the bases loaded. They have left 12 men on base here this afternoon, and Orville has committed five errors in the ball game. Bears, so far in the ball game, have not committed any, and it is starting to get darker and darker here this afternoon. Bears have had opportunities in the last two innings to wrap this thing up and run rule this game, but they were never able to get the base hit to drive home the run. So for Orville, it will be Barry, Stauffer, and Schieffler heading to the plate here in this seventh inning of play. Bears lead it nine to nothing. Snyder had retired 12 in a row till he walked Ramsdell in the last inning and then got Howman to fly to left. So Barry, who is 0 for 2, he has struck out twice, steps in to lead it off, and he swings and tops that one to second base. Coming in Clay Miller at second. He'll pick it up near the grass, throw to first in time. So Clay Miller did move to second base after pinch inning the last inning. One away, and it brings up Stauffer. Stauffer flied to left and topped the ball to, fur to the pitcher. So he is 0 for 2 in the game. On deck, Schieffler. And that pitch is over at the knees for a called strike. Oh and one. One down here in the seventh. And the wind by Snyder and the pitch is right over the heart of the plate, taking all the way as Stauffer 0-2. No balls, two strikes. And the wind and the pitch to the plate. Called strike three. Stauffer goes down looking. That is the seventh strikeout of the game. Anna will bring to the plate Schieffler, the designated hitter. Snyder, an out away from going the distance for his second consecutive game and picking up his third win of the year, and that pitch is high and outside, ball one. Boy, he has been outstanding this year. Almost lights out. No earned runs this year scored against Parker Snyder. The wind and the 1-0 pitch to the plate. That pitch is upstairs. Ball two. Now, that last out, they say it in the major leagues, that 27th out is the hardest out to get. The 21st out in high school baseball is the hardest out to get. Snyder looking for that one. He's down in the count 2-0. and That pitch is upstairs 3-0. and Elkins is on deck for the Red Riders. Check that. It's going to be Barr. Barr is going to pinch hit if this game gets extended. 3-0 and the count. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on and missed by Schieffler. 3-1 and the count. 
Now Snyder goes to blowing into the hand. That's the first time he's done it in the last three innings. And the 3-1 pitch to the plate. That is a called strike, too. Nice fastball right at the knees. Three and two the count. Bears a strike away from winning their 14th of the year. The wind by Snyder. And the 3-2 pitch to the plate is just off the outside corner for a ball. And like we said, that's the Hawk Harrelson method. You got to go up there and swing the bat. In this kind of weather, in this type of situation, that's where you've got to reward the pitcher. So the walk, second of the ball game by Snyder brings up Barr. Barr is going to pinch hit for Elkins. And that pitch is upstairs, ball one. Steven Spidell is going to play behind the runner at first base, Schaeffler. Coming set is Snyder. And the 1-0 pitch to Barr is down low. Gets by the catcher, Chrisman. It'll go all the way to the backstop. Schaeffler will advance to second base and stop right there. 2-0 the count. Barr ahead in the count, 2-0. Scoreboard says 3-0, but I believe it's 2-0. Coming set is Snyder. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on and missed. Two balls, one strike the count. Yes, the count is 2-1 as the home plate umpire signals it. Graber is on deck. 2-1 the count. Two down. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on, pop, foul, and out of play down the right field side. Into the woods, and the count now is two and two. Two balls, two strikes, the count. Snyder off to the side of the mound, waiting for Barr to step in. Now he does, and Snyder, two and two, comes set. And the 2-2 pitch to the plate. Curve ball upstairs. 3-2. Three, Three balls, two strikes the count. Snyder off to the side of the rubber now. Second consecutive hitter he's gone 3-2 and two on. And he comes set. And the payoff pitch to the plate. That one is swung on and fouled straight back and out of play. And the count stays 3-2. and two. Runner at second. Hanging close there. Snyder with his hand in his back pocket. Backs off the rubber. Now steps back up on top of the hill. Peers in for the sign. Bears lead at 9 nothing. Two down here in the seventh. And the payoff pitch to the plate. Swung on and missed. Strike three. And that's the ball game. Bar goes down swinging. Eighth strike out of the game for Parker Snyder and the Bears in the ball game win it nine to nothing in the inning for Orville. They get no runs on no hits, no Waynedale errors, and Orville leaves one man on base. And uh, your final score here this afternoon: it is Waynedale nine, 
Orville nothing. We'll be back to wrap it up and give away our star of the game after this final timeout. At Lem's Pizza in Fredericksburg, you get a pizza you won't get anywhere else. There's a reason we've been in business since 1996. We use the finest ingredients combined with friendly hometown service. We not only offer pizza, but great subs, wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. Eat in or carry out. Lem's Pizza, open for lunch every day at 1030 and Sundays at 2. And we're open until 9 on Sunday through Thursday, until 10 Friday and Saturday. It's not just pizza, it's Lem's Pizza on the square of Fredericksburg. Like us on Facebook, 695-7111. Well, your final line score here this afternoon for the Bears. Nine runs on ten hits. They commit no errors, and they left 12 men on base. For Orville, no runs on two hits. They committed five errors in the ballgame, and they left five men on base. Parker Snyder, what a game he pitched here this afternoon. He extends his record now to 3-0. and He has not given up an earned run this year. His line scores seven innings pitched here this afternoon. He gave up two hits, both in the first two innings. He gave up a triple to Ramsdell with two outs in the first inning and then gave up a base hit to center to Elkins with two outs in the second inning of play. And in the ball game, though, he gave up no runs, no earned runs, obviously. He walked two, struck out eight in the ball game. He hit one batter, and in the contest at one point, he had eliminated 12 Red Riders in a row. So for Parker Snyder, he now goes to 3-0 and on the season in five appearances, four starts this year. Bears now 14-4 and on the year. They go into the games on Monday and Tuesday against Rittman with a record of 8-2 and in the Wayne County Athletic League. Orville now, they are 5-14 and on the year, and they get back into conference play on Tuesday. No doubt about it, who our Lens Pizza star of the game will be here this afternoon. It will be the Bears' left-hander, Parker Snyder, who wins the free large two-item pizza from Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Our thanks to the Orville Red Riders for helping us out here this afternoon. And the game was supposed to be held in Orville, but it was held at Waynedale because of the field conditions. And our thanks also to Justin McDowell. Our thanks to Mandy Wanzik for posting everything on Facebook as she has done all year long. And our thanks to Justin McDowell, to Chris Lapish, and our thanks to Greg Mitchell for producing this afternoon's program. But our thanks most of all to you for listening here today. I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you our next broadcast game will be on Monday afternoon, and that will be against the, or I should say Tuesday afternoon, and that game will be uh, with the uh, Rittman squad and we will be bringing you that one uh, here back at Wayndale High School on Monday afternoon or Tuesday afternoon. I keep saying Monday, but it's actually Tuesday afternoon. And uh, that will be a conference game against Rittman. Our thanks most of all to you for listening here this afternoon also. I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you once again the final score here today. It was Wayndale 9, Orville nothing. Until Tuesday afternoon, right back here at Wayndale High School against Rittman. Have a good weekend, everybody. You've been listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of Wayndale Golden Bears Baseball. Today's game has been brought to you by the Shelf Brothers Farms, Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton, the Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192, 
Yoder Builders, the Apple Creek drive Through on Main Street in Apple Creek. Miller Custom Exteriors, call 695-4905. Lem's Pizza, on the square in Fredericksburg, call 695-7111. Murphy's Promotions, call 464-1970. The Spidel Funeral Home, with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi, now located in Apple Creek. And by Deb's Den, on Main Street in Apple Creek. Waynedale Golden Bears baseball is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com.